Vloggers, welcome back to another ep, uh, another episode. Oh, oh, hey guys, uh, yeah, I, I, we're gonna have to stop this. I'm, I'm not feeling well. I feel like I'm gonna barf. <laughs> Golf clap. Now give me yes. your lunch money. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Time to uh, make people barf and take their lunch money when they explode and turn into coins. Um, because today we're going to be talking about River City Ransom. Um, I'm Josh. I have my regular co-host Nate here. And joining Hello. us this week is the Trash Turkey himself. Yes, I'm back. And I'm not a frat boy. I'm not a general dude. <laughs> I'm not... One of the zombies. Are you not a jock? I'm not a jock. I'm a turkey. So I'm glad. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here, and uh, I would gladly give you my lunch money. You don't have to. (laughs) We would not have to fight you. Me in the face. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh man, those triple hits are are the best. I love it, Um, dude. Awesome. Yes, the triple hits are the best. Before we jump into uh, our discussion on this classic original Nintendo game uh, that's been released on a bunch of different kinds, and there's there's tons to talk about all the different releases, the series, you know, whatever whatever we decide to to go with that. Before we jump into that, it's been um, about it's, a week since we've we've oh, talked. It's been yes. about a week since I talked to you. <laughs> Yes, uh, because recording schedules have been kind of crazy because we've just had so many guests on lately, and this is this is fantastic. I love how it's worked out. Um, so, th- th- you know what? Let's let's start with you, Turkey. What's been yeah, going on in what's your good, world? Man. What's it, been cooking? Yeah, it's been several episodes since I've been here, and it's yes. probably about twenty-five or so. It's been. Yeah, it's been. I just, I can't <laughs> stop with the Nate sound board. Okay. <clears throat> so it's been quite a while and uh, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to talk about this beat up with me, beat, beat him up with you guys. Um, and uh, sorry. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I do my best. So um, I guess, let's see, what have I been doing? I've been working a lot. I've been... Um, yeah, that's, that's a bummer, but I guess my story, I want to tell what, what I've yes. been up to lately. Uh, I had I've been working a lot, but I did have to travel for work, uh, to travel okay. to North Carolina. Um, and, uh, was over in North Carolina. And usually when I'm over there, I try to check into uh limited run and see if they have a pop-up shop, if they're doing anything right. Um, because I know that's happened before um, nice. around the Raleigh area. So, you know, I check, I get on my phone, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. They have a retail shop, and it opens the day after I leave. Oh. And so <laughs> I was so bummed. I mean, like, I called my wife, and I was like, you're not going to believe this. And they close, they, they open up an extra day. I have to stay no, an extra kidding. day. <laughs> I'm like, come on. So I was like, okay, I'll just go over and drove over there just to like see the shop. Like, okay, I'm going to take a couple pictures of the outside and check it out. And uh, I go up and the door's cracked 
and I see people inside, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, sometimes grand openings, they are open before, and maybe they're already open. So I open the door, and I'm like, hey, um, you guys open? Kind of thinking, oh, they're not open, but I'm going to ask. And they were like, no, we're closed. We, we, we open tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, I know that. Um, but, uh, okay. And they're like, we're going to be open all every weekend. I'm like, okay. And then I close the door, and then I think – I'm going to open it up again. But I, so um, you guys don't have, this isn't like a pop-up shop. You guys are open retail. Yeah. And they're like, yep. Okay, cool. So then I close the door, take my pictures and I'm walking away. And this guy comes out and he hands me this, this, uh, I don't know if the camera can take this, but it is a friends and family Whoa. card to go to their soft opening that night. Hey! And so I was like over the moon excited. Um, and yeah. so I got to go check it out. Uh, it's a really cool place. Um, I mm. mean, just, it was, I mean, rows and rows. You said it's in Raleigh. Yeah, it's like outside of Raleigh. And okay. it's like, uh, I mean, every... I didn't know what they'd have. I didn't know if they'd have reprints. I didn't know if it was like, mm. apparently it's stock that they kind of like when they or, order the games, they have to order extra just in case there's some damage or, you know, whatever. And so it was kind of yeah. that stuff. I mean, they had a retro game section where they had complete unbox NES game or not NES, but N64 games from Japan. They had, Whoa. you know, uh, Game Boy games. Uh, they had, I mean, just really strange things like um, the, uh, it was the, uh, what is the game? There was Retro City Rampage uh, on the Wii, mm. which I've never seen. It was a PAL version of that. Mm. And then the the, the sequel, the, um, the Shakedown Hawaii, I believe, on the Wii U. So anyways, like just mm. some random stuff that I've never seen before. You know, they had plushes, they had skateboards, they had posters, they had, um, they had like classic trading cards. They had Ninja Turtles, they had Mario, they had, I mean, they had just boxes of stuff. And it was just like standing in there and just staring at, you know, everything. Um, and I was like, okay, I asked my wife, like, how much can I spend? <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know, and so I got like, you know, I didn't, I, I got three games. I didn't get any collector's editions and I bought a, I got a pin. So, um, I picked up, uh, River City Girls. I picked up, mm. uh, West of Loathing. Nice. And I picked okay. up, um, this, uh, game, just very random, but I just, I've always wanted to try it. This is the, uh, the Mummy Demastered. So, the Mummy I think based. that's a really yeah. excellent game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then a Metal Slug pin of the, of the tank. And on the like, it's a it on the on the card behind that the pins in. It says in on the top with the arrow, like it does in the in the Metal Slugs game. Yeah. Games. Anyways, it's it's so cool. So, anyways, um, that was like just an amazing, really cool experience. Going from thinking I'm never gonna be able to go to this store to I'm going tonight. So, anyways, pretty yes. cool. Yeah, yeah. Like one of the first people to experience it too. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. As a friend cool. slash family member. 
yeah, I was like, I'm now a friend and a family member. This is pretty <laughs> exciting. Damn. You 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 made you made some friends and you got adopted. Sweet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, that's probably my my biggest uh biggest thing from from the last time we met. So sweet. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. That's yeah. actually yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I don't have that much to say. It's only been a week. Um, it's been nice because it's been the week in between classes. And then I have my final class over the summer, which is nice. I got the syllabus for that, and it's it's everything is on my own time so long as it's done in eight weeks. So I'm like, oh, that's different. That's cool. Um, and there's not that much. There's only a few different projects that I need to work on. So and I'm I'm stoked for that, and then to be done. Um, one thing that sticks out as I think back on my previous week is uh, this week I was able to, along with uh, a friend of the show, Paul, the techno funk boy himself, we played a little bit of Bro Force um, for nice. maybe like an hour and a half or so. Yeah, so I got to dip awesome. my toes into that and and just have a good time blowing stuff up and dying a lot and not was knowing that, what I'm doing. Was that your first Bro Force? It was. Okay. Yes, it was. So I joined in on his game, so I didn't know what I was doing, and he was like, yeah, yeah bro. Don't. <laughs> yeah, so it was It was a good time. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, that's all I got. How about you, Nate? Um, I mean, I shared a little bit with you guys about like some of the adoption stuff. It's like uh, the short version of that is like some of the weight of like just – like, it's like at first it's like, it's very like honeymoonish. It's like, oh, this is awesome. This is so cool, blah, blah. And now it's like, oh no, there's some weight here. And like, there's some risk. Uh, and yeah, it's like, it, it, so it, I mean, it's still good, but it's just like, I think like some sobriety sort of like kicked in, kind of grabbed a hold of us and was like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. This, there's also like some weight here that, um, so there's that. Uh, actually, I wrote something else down. Uh, I got rid of a. I told you guys this too, but I got rid of a bunch of stuff in my house. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, we do like in the township a spring cleanup where you could just like basically uh, you could just drag a bunch of stuff out to the curb, like no TVs or anything like that. But like you can mm -hmm. drag a bunch of stuff out to the curb and they'll just haul it away. So like once a year. So we uh, we emptied out a whole bunch of crap. I did uh, nice. accidentally my so when we had uh, not from last February but the February prior when we had sort of done a bit of a facelift on the kitchen, there was this big cast iron uh, sink that had like it was like one of the cast iron ones that had like the porcelain coat on it and uh, that had been our sink for a while, sink and uh, we. We ended up like swapping it out just because like it, it needed to resurface and everything else. Well, my dad was like, I was like, I, when we took it out, I was like, I just kind of want to get rid of this thing. My dad was like, well, I could resurface this, you know, like I'll, I'll take it, you know, just hold on to it for now. It sat in my garage for like a year. And finally mm -hmm. I was just like, I looked at it yesterday when I was cleaning out the garage and I was like, no. No, sir. <laughs> and I sent him a text and I said, right as I took it out, I sent him a text and I just said, Hey, I'm putting this out on spring cleanup. Let me know if you want me to drag it back to the garage. Two hours later, he gets back to me. He's like, yeah, I'll take it. 
I go back out, somebody already snapped it up. Like, cause like people Ooh. just, people will come through and like pick oh, through yeah. your piles. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's actually kind of cool. Cause we put out some stuff. It was like decent. It was just old. Like mm-hmm. there was a really old desk that we had sort of, uh, that the previous occupant had left here. And we were like, oh, that's, we used it for a little while. And then I was like, I yeah, just get rid of it. It's just taking up space. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's usually how i pitch myself in general decent just old yeah decent so just old. you said that you threw out everything including the kitchen sink oh yes. Yes. that ah thank that you fantastic. why you you were on track to be my favorite guest <laughs> 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 you were on track to be my favorite guest actually so um, i'm gonna like cool. sort of in anticipation of uh the, you know december and everything sort of going all right uh i've sort of been trying to embrace my inner like my inner dad like and i'm just mm-hmm. entire like you know uh i i just have a very dry sense of humor like you know, sarcastic biting even um mm-hmm. Some people have said non-existent, but they're, you know, worthless plebs and I don't take their uh, opinion <laughs> into account. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, yesterday- You should not I, talk about your wife like that. That's terrible. Uh, I mean, she's not the only one um, <laughs> who tells me I don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> she might be the most vocal. <laughs> um <laughs> But after evening service yesterday, my one buddy and his wife were all sort of standing around talking and we were talking about things like not being able to remember names. And his wife goes, I I just can't remember dates. And I just like somewhere deep in me, I was like, why do you struggle with remembering like, you know, a small Mediterranean fruit? And she was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was like a date. It's a, a fruit. Found in the Mediterranean. It's like a, it's like a fig, you know? It's kind of like yeah. a fig. Yeah. yeah. And she just looked at me. I was like, you said you struggle with remembering dates. I said, that's just a really very particular thing to struggle. <laughs> and, and she just looked at me and I said, like, listen, I said, I'm trying to embrace my, my dad joke thing. And then, uh, yeah, she's like, oh, she's like, she's like, Jeff's been doing dad jokes all week long. And I just ignore them. <laughs> And I said, <laughs> Jeff, high five me. So, <laughs> you go. Nice. Yes. Yes. That's all. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of yeah. you. Yeah. No, yeah. But you got to embrace it. I feel like, too, that was like a very, like, that's the kind of dad joke that I want to do. Like the one that's super meta. Like, you, you know, like, you know, like it's not, it's not be like, hey, thirsty, I'm dad. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. like, listen, that's low hanging fruit. I really want to, like, like, like a date. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Actually, dates might not be low hanging. I don't know enough about higher, the biology. Okay. They yeah. could be higher hanging. Mm, they could be like true. they could be mid hanging. I'm sure there are some that are that are lower hanging. Oh, probably. Get to you. <laughs> if you don't forget about them. If you don't but, forget uh, about them. Oh, geez. <laughs> anyway, shenanigans. I, well, I have I have no segue, <laughs> well, except to say that we do have a report. That we need to read on well, air. I was going to say we can't forget oh. about our backlog report. 
Like, uh, just like you can't forget about names and dates. Yeah. There you uh, go. Uh, 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 I love it. I love it. It's terrible. See, I didn't do a recording of the paper, but I the only thing I could clip from Josh was there's a snake eater sound clip. Just try that again. <laughs> so that was pretty good. <laughs> Dude. This is absolutely I delightful. It. I hope <laughs> you have some more of those like in store to just unload on us. Oh man. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Uh, well, <laughs> Turkey, since you are our guest mm-hmm. and uh you have I mean, I I would I'm I'm gonna admit I uh I appreciated the crafting of the the throwing out the kitchen sink thing. I just uh, <laughs> I did not appreciate the enthusiasm to which Josh responded to that with. Um, but why don't you sort of like, what, what have you been playing, man? What have you been up to, like reading, watching? Uh, let's see. Um, so I really haven't been playing a ton. Um, I just, one of the things that I, I was playing a while ago, and I posted a little bit in the Discord, was uh, the NHL Hits 2003 um, playing some it's chill. A, yeah, exactly. It's it's really good. Um, if you like arcadey games, uh, and you like RPGs, because you can get you know I can give Nate new pads, I can give him a new stick, or Josh some new skates, and now he's quicker. So mm. hey, you know I've got a pretty good backlog team, the Turkeys, uh, which just so happens, this is so random that like there is a mascot of the custom teams that you can make that's like a turkey on fire. And then like one of the, uh, you know, character or, you know, the, the announcer and one of the names you can pick. So like if, you know, I think, I think Nate and Josh are both names that you could like have. So when like you have the puck or whatever, then he's like, you know, Nate with the steel or whatever, that's more basketball. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about? Um, mm-hmm. So, but yes, yeah, so like Turkey is, is one of the names. Um, so, anyways, it's it's just a really fun game. I like to say nice. it's Pong with people. It's uh, <laughs> you know really um, uh, the 2003 uh, is is before I guess Pro has five. The um, the um, NHL hits Pro has five players. I feel like three gets kind of tight to begin with. So I would go with uh, either the first one, just the NHL hits, which I think is also came out in 2002, or the one from 2003 uh the cheapest way to pick it up would be on the on the xbox and it is backwards compatible on a 360 uh, gamecube nice. is pretty pricey um ps2 is probably somewhat uh affordable but um man i i was so I, I wanted that game last year and i saw it uh for the gamecube they had pro and i just wanted to try it at this store and man, it was ten bucks. I was like, okay, that's that's reasonable. I'll grab that. But I didn't. I didn't want to pick it up right then. I was like, I'll come back. And I come back, and it's twenty bucks. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. Then then I go over to the Xbox section. I'm like, oh, it's seven bucks. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's backwards compatible. I'll just wait. Right. So then I go back to the store, and that's like fifteen now. And the pro is like 25 and I'm like, Ugh. oh my goodness. But the good news is I take it up to the, the, I'm like, okay, I'm buying the Xbox version. I don't care. So I 
bring it up to the counter and he rings it up and it's 12. I'm like, so it's dropped in price. I'm like, like, how often do you guys change your prices? And he's like, man, all the time. And I'm like, I would hate to have to put stickers on all this stuff. So anyways. It follows the, the, the GameStop price. I guess, yeah. man. It's crazy. But, mm-hmm. um, um, but yeah, that's a really fun game. Um, you know, I haven't had the chance to play it with like a buddy or anything, but I can't, I, I've played, um, most of the franchise. You start, or start off playing, you know, random Sheboygan, you know, mosquitoes or whatever. I don't know. And then you end up <laughs> playing like the, you know, NHL teams. Um, uh, and you know, as you play, you increase your stats, you, uh, you, after about each round has like a team at the end. So you're playing like the, uh, you know, the Knights or something. And they're like regional champs. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, but it's like themed in a way, like you're playing in a castle or you're playing, Hmm. you know, some like, um, you know, team from Japan and it's like feudal Japan team. And you're playing with like, uh, you know, uh, pedals flying everywhere and some kind of old, uh, Japanese kind of aesthetic. So it's, it's cool. And I mean, like I said, pretty inexpensive to pick up and, and fun to play. So I would say, check that out. If, if, you know, I'm, you guys get all the people with the, like the RPGs and and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, I enjoy that at least some elements, but I also like, you know, knocking people out and uh, taking the puck or, you know, punching people in the face and taking the money. So. I like it. I like it. So do you play a lot of sports games in general? No. Um, okay. I only okay. play really weird ones. So the other game that I beat <laughs> this year was the Inazuma 11, uh, the okay. original. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah, because you talked about that the last time you were on. Yeah. And so, yeah. That, yeah. Have so, you played, because okay. I think it was like Inazuma 11, the second one. Yes. Is, yeah. was that was fairly, the one that came here. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right. Well, so the second one. I'm confused. Is, no, the second one um, is was cheaper, and so I picked up the ah, second one that's, that's um, to play first, which you know kind of did spoil some things because the first one, I mean, it well, the second one starts exactly where the first one ended, um, mm. and then some of the characters that are in the first one are bad that were on your team in the second one. So I'm like, oh, that, hmm. oh, so. Anyways, it's kind of one of those things where it was like, okay, well, but it was interesting to kind of get the backstory, I guess I could say. Um, and no. I, 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 I picked that one up and finally played through it, uh, finished that earlier this year. Um, nice. And that is available. The first one came to the eShop digitally. Right. Uh, so yep. it is still available, I would imagine, until they shut that thing down So nice. on the hmm. 3DS. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't play many sports games. I'd like the sports loop. And mm-hmm. that's kind of, you know, so like why those soccer games are so appealing to me, excuse me, is like the battles are almost like a, a short soccer game or a short, you know, um, and it's and it's more engaging to me, more like a um, like a Paper Mario or a, um, something like that, where it's a little bit more active in the battle. I think, you know, right. that's another game I've been I wanted to pick back up and I just played the other day um was the uh Superstar Saga of Mario and Luigi. I mean, it's okay. a very entertaining, hilarious game. I'm playing the 3DS re- um 
remaster and it's 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 really good i don't know what the price is of that one it was pretty expensive when mm. i bought it a year ago i mean expensive for a 3ds game so it was like 35 dollars or something so it's probably yeah. around there maybe maybe 40 or something like that but definitely worth it nice so that's what i've been playing Sweet. um reading or listening to i guess listening to um my dad well i asked for it for christmas but i finally got to listening through to uh mere christianity i hadn't read there or okay. listened to that so um yeah i'm almost done with that i really enjoy that um and it's mm-hmm. it's it's neat because it's uh, i think when it was written or at least when it was read it seemed like i didn't know it was seemed like it was read on a radio at some yep. point like yeah. it was a, a radio broadcast and so um you know the way it's i mean listening to it in the car but it's something that's it's kind of bite sized as well, you know, so you can kind of mm-hmm. um, listen to it and think about it and not, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's a little bit, it's not too much, but it is a little bit like, okay, I'm not listening anymore. I need to turn this off and, 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 uh, you know, listen to something else or mm-hmm. stop. So, but yeah, yeah, I'm really enjoying that as well. Sweet. That's mm. me. Nice. Nice. How about you, nice. Josh? Uh, well, like uh, like usual, like the last few episodes, still at Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, the the second act has has turned into this thing where, um, it, as I as I look over the course of the game, the first act is definitely like you get to these different cities, you play out these different stories. The second act is much more character based, so it's still similar like. Um, vignette style things but it's much more around a character rather than just around a city or you know a town or or something that's going on here it's like you're getting you're actually like getting to know a lot more about the the party that you've been with um and stuff like that anyways don't want to go too far into it uh for spoilers for the sake of spoilers and stuff like that but like i've been saying really enjoying that game hopefully by the next episode i think i'll have it finished it feels like it's starting to wrap up of course i I don't know i'm not following a guide or anything but it it i had heard that the second half is a little shorter than the first half so it feels like i'm i'm kind of round in the corner on it at least the second act there's a whole third act I don't know if I'm going to play through that immediately or if I'm going to move on to something else because my uh, my beatdown score has has been pretty stagnant here recently. Um, but that's so that's all I've been playing except to say that I have played a little bit with uh, my son has been getting more into video games lately. He's been asking to play a little bit more. Um, the my sister took the two older kids to see the Sonic Two movie. Mm. Um, for my daughter's birthday and they enjoyed that so they wanted to play some Sonic so we busted out the Wii U um, Ollie played a little bit of Sonic Lost World um, and and he was enjoying that Josie played a little bit of Sonic 2 the original um, on the Genesis collection on Switch and so they were, they were kind of dipping their toes into that but then over the weekend Ollie wanted to play something different he was just going through my Wii U games he's like what's this one? It's like, well, it's called Smash Brothers. And he's like, oh, Sonic's in this one too. Let's play that. And he's been getting into Smash Brothers. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if he's going to like this. Because um, he, he's still super basic game. He's six years old. You know, he, he doesn't he, he doesn't. I can't believe much. you just called your kid um, basic. But, I mean, basic gamer. Yeah, the, like, yes, he's. He's six years he's old. Basic. He's not. He's <laughs> he's not playing Bloodborne yet, dude. <laughs> I I'm just so, like I'm like man. 
basic <laughs> is like just you're offended for him. I am offended for him. That you just like you're like all oh, your basic. He's he's he's. I'm surprised at how quickly he's learning though, because uh, now it's on it's on very easy. But he's he's played through it with a few different characters. You know the the one player mode in that Wii U game is is pretty short. I think it's like five or six different types of battles to to be able to finally fight Master Hand. Um, but he was having a lot of fun with that. And then was that spoiler alert? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> They're all toys. Oh no! Um, but this, oh, and then after that, uh, he wanted to play the uh, Ducktales remaster remake. Well, I guess it's a full-on remake, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. On because uh, it was there in my list of of Wii U games, um, and so he was playing that this evening. And uh, again, like you know, starts off. Is, is having a hard time with things and, and he's getting better. He's getting better the more that he put, you know, the half an hour that he puts into it or something. So hmm. that's, that's fun to see. Um, but it's, it's cool to, to go through a little bit of nostalgia and man, that, that DuckTales remake is really good. They got the original that music actors. is sick. Oh, that music yes. is so good. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's nice and bright and colorful and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's a good, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, in turn, haven't really been been watching too much. Taking a little bit of time, we did finish up Shrink Next Door. Um, I've talked about that a little bit. It got more and more frustrating, and then, I, but I, I think it ended well. I was actually really surprised. I thought it was all going to like go crazy, um, but it ended well. So that was a fun show. Um, now we've just been watching Bob's Burgers because it's fun to fall back on. That's a good one. Um, in terms of books, what's that? I was going to say like. Those fallback shows are always a good time. Yes, yes. It was it was a toss up between Brooklyn Nine Nine and Bob's Burgers, and Bob's Burgers won it out. So that's what we've been watching a little bit. I'm trying to take uh, off my my flannel here, and I'm <laughs> struggling. I don't know if it's because I'm tired or old or nice, and just the the position or whatever. But you I'm, might be I'm old, real. but at least you're decent. <laughs> Still decent. have a shirt on. Um, the, uh, at least, at least as of now, I mean, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen. Let's um, make it weird. But, uh, Barf. I don't know. I had to hit it. Um, so yeah, Brooklyn nine, nine, I've thought about playing that multiple or playing that, watching that multiple mm-hmm. times with my wife. I mean, pretty good from the beginning i mean does it is it like a slow start as far as a show i mean what do you think yeah no i i'd say it's good from the beginning with that show though it is over the top so it's like don't go in expecting i mean it's that's kind of what andy samberg does yeah he plays very over the top characters if you like andy samberg's style of comedy you will enjoy that show okay like I, i I, I really, well, I take things a little too far sometimes, or at least, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the I don't know if you've ever seen the show Portlandia. Um, yes. Uh, so, like, there was a, a sketch once where um, they, they were, they had a gift shop or something, and um, they put a bird on it, was the, like, put yes. a bird on it, right? Yes. Yeah. Just put a bird on it. Just put a bird on it. It's like a pillow. I just put a bird on it, you know? You know, anyways, so at the end of that sketch, spoiler alert, like birds fly in and like start attacking them and it just goes crazy. So that's like the joke 
went too far. And so like when I do that, it's like I, I say I put a burn on it. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I so I, I like over the top stuff, you know, but. Okay. Yeah. 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 Th- then you probably, yeah, you probably will. I mean, it's, it's like a, it, I was going to say like a TV show show, if that makes sense. Like it, it does, it feels like it's, it's, it, it's made for kind of like a, a wide audience. Um, and yeah. So, so if you, if you recognize like what it is, it's not, you know, it's not some deep satirical comedy. No, it's, but it's fun. It's fun. I, I do. I was, I was, I had fun with it. Like, and I haven't seen that much of it, but um, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. No, Brooklyn nine, nine's fun. It's yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Like, yes, my wife and I have watched the entirety, the entire run. Okay. So mm-hmm. we enjoy it. Um, yeah, we enjoy it. That's, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, there's obvious, like, so just it, they ended up like basically with all of like the sort of the, they, they ended the show basically as a response to like sort of everything that's happening with like police brutality and everything. Oh, wow. And they, and I mean, if you go and read some of the articles, it's like, it just kind of like, it's like, uh, Mm -hmm. it got a little like wokey at the end, but I, I still thought it was like, like they're pagans. So Pagan's gonna pagan. Pagan's gonna pagan. It, it's funny <laughs> though. Like it's like it's pretty consistently funny, and it's like it's kind of like it's got some like heart to it too. Like okay. you know, like it's yeah. I don't know. I, I like Brooklyn Nine. It's like the the Michael Scott. You know, like you you're like appalled, and then at the same time you're like, oh, he's you you love this guy, yeah. Uh, it's a a lot easier to like this, like the cast of Brooklyn nine, nine, where it's like Steve Carell does such a good job of just being an awkward wiener that you're just (laughs) kind of like, (laughs) I didn't, I, I was like, he just, he plays such like a awkward D bag that it's like, it's kind of like. You're just yeah. like, oh, I don't really like him all that much because he's kind of obnoxious. And where it's like, I don't know that anyone ever like throws off that vibe in Brooklyn Nine Nine, like okay. that sort of like, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I I don't mean to dissect the show. Um, and again, I haven't seen that much of it, so you would know better than I. Um, when I say characters are over the top, they're also fairly one note for yeah. the most part too. They're all caricatures. Um, so, yeah, Terry Terry yeah. Crews is in it. And he's great. Yeah. Um, he speaks a lot like in the it. third person. Quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Terry loves yogurt. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but. Well, well, speaking of, of insufferable things, um, but not really, I'm just trying to think of a segue. That's, uh, that's just hurtful, man. It's <laughs> just really hurtful. Are you no, saying earlier. that like my takes are insufferable? No, no, that's not what oh, I was saying. Oh man, dude, um, you were saying pagan's gonna pagan. You were saying you know there are just some things that are like eh, whatever the ending of the show and whatnot. Um, so sorry, I was I was hearkening back. But I was I like, didn't wow. Do it very well. I was like, is he like segueing into me and basically saying like I have insufferable <laughs> takes? I was like, wow, Hot takes. That's 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 just 
that's just that hurts my feelings. Out. <laughs> Do I need to leave? <laughs> we're gonna have to throw down after this. Uh, gonna have to beat you up. And mm, take your lunch money. Getting a little, getting a little hot blooded here. Um, no, the the book that I've been listening to, I actually I, I finished it pretty quickly, and, it, and it's fairly short. But um, I got it on Audible. If if it, I know it made its rounds, and I had been wanting to to get it, and finally pulled the trigger on it. But it's called Irreversible Damage by uh, Abigail Schreier, um, and it's oh. about uh, transgenderism in primarily uh, like young women. young women. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and the effects of that. Um, and, and kind of like posits like where it's come from as, as more of a social contagion. Um, and it's, it's, it's really interesting too, because she is like, I'm not sure if she says it in the book, but I've, I've heard interviews. She was with on an interview with Jordan Peterson at one time as well, um, where she's like openly uh, a feminist. Um, so she doesn't see anything wrong with transgenderism in and of itself. She doesn't see anything wrong with, um, other like gays and lesbians and, and things like that. Like yeah, there's she's nothing very progressive. Yes. Yes. She's a progressive. Yeah. Um, however, this issue again, primarily focusing on like young girls and how like the, the effects of it and seeing its prevalence in our culture at this, at this point in time and taking a look at it from a journalist's perspective mm. um, is really interesting and yeah, pretty crazy the stuff that that uh that is in the book so um yeah i, I don't want to take up a ton of time because it's kind of a, a downer subject it's kind of a heavy topic but that's what i listened to and it, it i was i was hooked listening to it because i'm just like wow you know it's just there's there's just a lot there um so i would recommend it um but uh, don't necessarily want to discuss that and then river city ransom it just doesn't, it doesn't really <laughs> fit so uh anyways nate what do you have to report on mm. i have to reach back and get my book <laughs> uh so as far as games uh so i am trying here in the coming weeks to really sort of like whittle down uh i've sort of been pretty scattered uh i played a bunch of like smaller stuff because I'm looking for something that basically could be like a lunchtime game. And I mm. think I'm kind of settling in on, uh, I think probably what I'm going to do is like, cause I, most of the time when I come home for lunch, I just, I'll watch Ultraman or I'll watch some show. Mm, um, nice. I'm actually the Ultraman. Uh, well, I'll get there, but the Ultraman show on Netflix, uh, second season is, is okay. Up. That's a good time. Uh, but, and I am watching that. So, uh, as far as what I've been playing, so like the division two with Deuce and Parker, um, mm-hmm. it's just fun. Like, like it's, it's kind of like scratching. I don't know how long we'll be on this, you know, but it's kind of scratching an itch that I like, you know, there's a bit of a gear. I'm, I'm sort of, I like builds. Like that's, that's kind of like the, the thing that it, I'm sort of discovering about myself. Like, like when I, I played a lot of Diablo three, it was all about like building like these crazy like builds that just would basically murder everything on the screen. And it's, I like playing around with gear and specs and everything else and finding like, you know, these really super high performing builds. That's, that's, that's one of the things I like because my brain is broken in a very special way. Um, so we're playing that for now. Uh, 
Link's Awakening, I haven't made any significant progress on that. Um, but okay. I think that's going to be sort of my pending lunchtime game. Because like you can okay. play that in fairly small bursts, and you can just sort of save wherever. Uh, so I think up up nice. until I'm done. But then uh, I did fool around with some other stuff. There's a game called Manifold Garden. Have you guys seen anything? Um, it's I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't. I can't place it. It's like this weird anything. It's got a lot of like it plays around with perspective. It's like very MC Escher kind of thing. Uh, there's this giant. Okay. It, it's very stylistic. It's like kind of not monochrome, but it's very minimalist in its like presentation. It's I'm pretty sure it's called Manifold Garden. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty wild, um, but it's like one of those things that's been sort of in my backlog for a while, and I'm like, ah. Eh. So it's like that might that might be sort of my lunchtime game, maybe because nice. it's like it's sort of puzzly and it's not. Yeah, it's just different than anything I've been playing uh, recently. And so I did make sort of a bit of an executive decision since last episode. Returnal has gone back on the back burner and Dragon mm. Quest XI has gotten some shine. <gasps> and uh, I'm, I was kind of bummed because I thought I would just be able to like transfer my save over. But I don't know if I was playing. I must have been playing on the original PS4 version when I played it the first time or started playing it the first time. And now I'm playing on the the definitive version of the game, like the definitive edition. And that I don't think the save file transferred over. So Mm. I had to basically start over. I'm about two or three hours in. um, And I've just been actually skipping a lot of the cinematics because it's like, I know what happens. So, um, but yeah, Dragon Quest 11's fun. It's a Dragon Mm. Quest game. I like those. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. as far as books go, nothing really significant. I've kind of been, and that's just part of it too. It's like, I'm, I'm trying to, I've been pretty scattered and I'm just trying to like, sort of like pick like a thing and sort of work through it and be done. I think I'm going to, uh, there's, uh, it's called the little golden book. It's like basically like chapters five and six from the institutes. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm going to read that um, at some point in time here in the nearest future. But that's sort of on my list. Uh, nice. Lastly, the big one is like, like I said, Ultraman on Netflix right now is sort of where I'm vibing. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it's like a weird CG anime kind of thing, but I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. You weeb. Yeah. I'm a filthy weeb. I mean, dude, we, we had weeb. weeb's going to weeb. Exactly. Just like pagan's gonna pagan, weeb's gonna weeb's gonna be trash. Um, <laughs> That's okay. We're all trash here. Trash, trash, Josh, trash, trash, Josh, trash, turkey. I, I can be garbage, Nate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to sort of like, just so that we're not getting like too. We don't want to get too trashy. Um, we can get we we'll throw a little garbage in there too, just to you know some refuse. Um, but yeah, my, and so like my beatdown score, I haven't beaten anything recently. So my beatdown score is still at negative four, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I, I'm kind of feeling like I'm going to like take on some shorter stuff and just sort of like get those numbers down, get those numbers way down. Um, but, like uh, 
Yeah, and speaking of the beatdown, it's time for mandatory plugs, boys and girls. Uh, well, not mandatory. I we, we like doing this because these are our friends and things we care about. Uh, GG is the official app of the Backlog Beatdown, right? And basically, it's a letterboxed app for your video game collection. You can create custom lists. Uh, you can friend people. You can follow them and see what they're playing. You can There's kind of a, a feed that, that scrolls through. You can rate and review games. There's all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff you can do. And he's rolling out new features. If you're part of the 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 pro tier or whatever i know the elites it's the mm. gg elite tier um it's like i think it's like five bucks a month or like 50 bucks a year or whatever but he actually you get to sort of early access to some of the features he actually is adding i don't know if it's made it into the regular build yet um but instead of like just sort of like changing the status from want to want to play uh there's actually a category it's called wish list um okay and then another category called backlog so it's sort of differentiating between like i want to play this game that's coming out and you can and then you can also put that then you can categorize stuff like well i own this game technically i need to be playing it so i Mm -hmm. i think it's a cool little quality of life sort of change Uh, but we love charles we love what he's doing over there and we think that you'll like it too, um, like I said. And if you're participating in the Backlog Beatdown, it's it's a cool thing to do. Um, other cool things to do, if you like this app and you have already rated and reviewed, you've shared and cared, you've made your grandma download this and you've tortured her with just our 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 well, insufferable takes on video games. <laughs> You know, um, hopefully you if would you enjoy torturing your grandma. <laughs> if you would enjoy torturing your grandma. No, um, but if you like what we do and uh, you're interested in sort of looking for a little bit of a uh, way to go a little bit above and beyond, we do have a Patreon, right? And just like uh, the patrons get early access uh, to the episodes, early and uncut access. So by the time this airs, right? You guys will have already heard the Colin Moriarty interview. All our patrons already heard that and all of its unfiltered sort of, I don't know if I'd use the word glory. It was a great time, um, but man, there were some swears in there. Um, but, <laughs> um, you, you know, but they get early access to that. They uh, There's actually a special uh, patron exclusive podcast that Josh and I do uh, at well, and usually our guests sort of hop on to like the turkey hops on for that one. And we just sort of talk and it's a little more free form and we just, it's not as agenda driven. Um, there's video feeds for that stuff for the, for the patrons. And, uh, yeah, so it's a, uh, and there's a little bit more access to us. Like I'm trying, I'm trying, and I know Josh is trying, we are trying to utilize some of that stuff, a li- like sort of a little bit better. Someday we might actually get good at using Patreon, maybe. But in the meantime, I think we offer lots of goodies. The patrons usually also just, they have a little more influence. Um, You know, we Mm. we tend to listen to them a little bit more than other people, mostly because they pay us. Um, (laughs) Like picking certain games to play. Like picking certain uh, games to play. And talking about them. Mm. Yeah, that is a a patron perk uh, that they can nominate games for us to play and then uh, come on the show and defend their choice or, you know, sort of you know rant and rave and fanboy over it with us um so yeah like like 
Monsieur Turkey has done. Yes. Yes. It's fun to force them to get to play. I mean, for just pennies a day, you (laughs) as well can force these two internet guys to play games (laughs) that they might not like. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Just pennies a day, man. I will remember (laughs) you. See, I'll clip that one for the next time. <laughs> Attaboy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Lastly, the things that we think that you might like. Uh, we are members of the Playwell Network alongside our friend Paul, the artist currently known as the Techno Funk Boy, and Wesley Ray, the Henshin Dad himself. We like their podcasts, and we think that you will too. So we fully recommend content by them. I don't know. I sometimes I have something a little more pithy to say, but they're our friends. We love them. We like what they do. And we think that you might enjoy it as well. So go to listen. Hey there, I'm Wes and I run the Henshin Dab podcast. If you don't know what that is, well, it's a one man show where I talk about all the things that you need to know about the tokusatsu genre from Japan. If you've seen shows like Power Rangers and Ultraman, then you've seen Tokusatsu. And I just happen to think those types of shows are pretty cool. So come on over and take a listen as I discuss all the current and retro happenings in the genre. You can find it over at anchor.fm forward slash henshindad. I'll see you there, and don't forget, henshin a go-go, baby! And we're back. So... We're going to be talking about River City Ransom here, boyos, because um, mm-hmm. well, as we mentioned in sort of the the plugs before we uh, went to that that sweet commercial break, Jeremy is a patron and he nominated River City Ransom. And it was sort mm-hmm. of like a very, I think, a, a low-key nomination, but it was like one of those things where it's like River City Ransom is uh, the eternal number 100 on the Backlog Breakdown Top 100 list. Um, Mostly because it's just like that's that's where I think we decided we 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 were going to put it, and you I think push I, it any further down is what you're saying. Well, <laughs> and I just I just feel like it is it is a game that I love. I have a a lot of like history and sort of like context uh, mm-hmm. or baggage with, um, but. <laughs> It is not a technical powerhouse in any way, shape, or form. Although there are some interesting things here. Uh, so just, you know, let's let's sort of talk about like back of the baseball card kind of stuff here. Like let, let's talk about some of the, the stats here. It was, uh, so this is some interesting, and I just pulled up Wikipedia here just for full disclosure. But River City Ransom later released as Street Gangs in the PAL region. PAL regions is an open world action role playing beat em up video game originally for the NES. So just as a as a sort of you know sort of quick note here um it's an open world game and it's not to say mm-hmm. it's one of the first because I I think probably that distinction might fall uh to like something like The Legend of Zelda um and as far as that, the gameplay is not absolutely linear. Uh, you can sort of explore the map. Um, right. So just an interesting sort of little thing there. Uh, it was developed by Technos Japan. I just thought mm-hmm. it was an interesting tidbit. That's all. So, Well, 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think there's there's a lot to talk about there too. Um, but for this genre, like for for the brawlers, beat 'em ups, whatever, the fact that it's an open world game, and that's not even to to talk about like the RPG elements here, like mm-hmm. open world RPG brawler beat 'em up game, like that's I think it's pretty unique in that. It's in that got a, it's got a lot going the on. NES. Right. And it's on the NES. Yeah. 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 And because this one was actually made specifically for consoles, if I remember correctly, whereas the previous two entries in the series, which again, we can talk about that, um, were not specifically made for the Famicom NES. They were, I believe they were arcades before they were ported. So, mm-hmm. well, and here's, here's what, uh, the, the Wikipedia has to say it, mm-hmm. uh, its predecessors, uh, uh, were Renegade and Super Dodgeball. Um, uh, this this is the third game in the Technos Kunio Kun series released for the console. Uh, it did undergo some pretty uh, massive changes as far as like in, in storyline and graphical presentation during its localization mm-hmm. in order to make the game more palatable in the Western market. It was one of the first console games published by the North American subsidiary uh, American Technos. Um it has been remade and re-released for so, tons of different platforms, including the Sharp 868000 or whatever, the PC Engine mm-hmm. Super CD-ROM, and the Game Boy Advance. Huh. The NES version was re-released for, the Nint- re-released for the Nintendo Wii Virtual Console in 2007, as well as the Nintendo Wii U Virtual Console in October 2015. It was released on the Nintendo 3DS vi- Virtual Console in the PL. PAL regions in July of 2013 and North America, November 2013. It was released again on the Nintendo Switch online service on its launch day, September 18th, 2018. Um, as oh. far as it, yeah, so it's a Technos game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a uh, million uh, did the GBA port. That name, that developer sounds familiar. Uh, SPS mm-hmm. did the X68000 port, and KID did the PCE Super CD-ROM port. It was published by Technos Japan in Japan and North America uh, for the Famicom and Super, or the no, Famicom and Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, by Sharp Corporation for the 868000. Uh, or the X sixty eight thousand, geez, sixty eight hundred. No, I'm I'm thousand sixty eight thousand. Sixty eight thousand. That's what it says. It's got three zeros after sixty eight. Unless okay, unless the port has okay. impaired my ability to read to that extent. <laughs> um, uh, in Japan, the Naxat Soft uh, published the PCE Super CD ROM in Japan and North America again for the GBA. It was Atlas. And then for the European Union, it was Infogrames Entertainment for the NES. Uh, not, like I said, there's not a ton here. Uh, the direct the directors were Mitsuhiro Mitsuhiro Yoshida and Hiroyuki Sakamoto. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, it's kind of uh, it's very sandboxy. It's a beat 'em up action role playing side-scrolling brawler thing and it's, mm-hmm. it's got single player you can play a single player or with two people 
And the basic gameplay synopsis is this, that the plot follows high school students Alex and Ryan as they cross River City in an attempt to reach River City High and rescue Ryan's girlfriend, Cindy, from the clutches of a villain called Slick. Along the way, they battle with gangs of students with names like such as the generic dudes, the frat guys, the jocks, or the squids, and several gang leaders which act as bosses or sub-bosses. So, um, yeah, that is sort of like the baseball, sort of the back of the baseball card when it comes to River City Ransom. Um, I don't know about you guys, uh, but this game, like, and part of the reason I, I, I was really kind of tickled to, to put it on the top 100 list is I have a lot of personal history with this game, like a ton. Um, growing up, we, my dad, um, bought me, I've told the story before about how, like I got the NES cause I memorized a hundred verses and that was like mm-hmm. pretty much that was like no um no more no more consoles like it's this Nintendo thing is it and w- we were pretty like ride or die with that Nintendo and I managed <laughs> to get um a copy of River City Ransom at some point in time I think I might have traded some comic books for it or something um I yeah I don't remember exactly how I how I got it but we got this cartridge and I just played the mess out of it all the like all the time my brother and i played it and uh you know it was just like one of those things where yeah just probably entirely too many like you know the game's like to to beat the game it's like maybe five hours like you you know (laughs) i think when i sat down and played this time it was like maybe five hours but i'm fairly certain that i sunk a significantly a a much more significant chunk of time in sort of you know playing this growing up um but yeah it's just like it's like one of those games it's sort of a this is like this is an artifact for me more so than other stuff like i play double dragon and double dragon 2 um but yeah but Mm -hmm. Turkey, you nominated this, so it's like, and when I said I have, I have some personal history with this game, it's like you kind of nodded, like, "Yes, me too." Me yeah, too. I mean, and it's not as uh, a thorough. Um, you know, my history was growing up; I did play more sports games than I do now. Um, okay, and I, I remember renting this game and being, again, you know, pretty confused about it. Uh, I love the actual gameplay of of roaming around the streets and and knocking fools around, um, taking <laughs> lunch money. But I was very confused when I was presented with the, uh, "Hey, do you want to eat an egg roll?" And it's like, "I I guess so." And then you know my stats increased, and I'm like, "Okay." Um, and it's it's just I I rented it several times, and I remember enjoying it. But really what blew my mind was when I would play a game like World Cup Soccer. And I'm like, wait a second. These are the same characters. Or, uh, you know. Those chunky Lego dudes. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second. Is this, you know, I'm like, I know these characters. Like, why am I, why do I keep seeing these? And I just, I loved the animation. Um, Yeah. And I just loved the little characters. And I just thought it was a really cool game um, that I was, I I did not beat it. 
as I continued to grow as a turkey, I um, and I knew I loved beat 'em ups. I thought, you know, I never, I never have beaten this game. Uh, so back when I had my Wii U, I downloaded it and I played through it on that, um, probably around 2015 or something like that. But just, you know, and knowing that I need to, um, you know, take a stick and and whack Benny and Clyde over and over and over again and grind those those dummies down by the river that just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> really helps uh, the game uh, when you're playing it now. When I was a kid, I really didn't, you know, pick up on that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, the Kunio Kun and those kind of games. I just I remember being drawn to that that style um, and being very interested. Like, how are these the same <laughs> characters? But but they're different games. You know that was a really weird thing mm-hmm. to me. It's not like Mario One and Mario Two. You know it's a it's a it's a plumber with a mustache. It's okay, this is a totally different game. So, um, but yeah, it it was definitely a, a occasional rental and was something that that I really enjoyed growing up. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It it's it, and and I think okay. So and and when you guys had the um, the top 100 um it was it was more so like what are your top i think it was 10 what are we, your top 10 when we like uh, fa- not favorite no it was your favorite not the best games so i was like okay I'm, I'm, games, yep. I'm gonna throw that in there with some other you know games that's like okay this is a favorite um because of just there might be games that do it better now but I think, like you said, as far as the open world, the RPG ele- elements, and the beat 'em up action, you know, it's a far superior game to any of the Double Dragon games. I mean, Double Dragon, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is kind of garbage as far as the, the stiffness of the characters. Yeah, that's what yeah. I always thought was this has a, a lot better feel um, in in this yeah. in its combat. Uh, I think it has to do with maybe the smaller sprites; they're able to be expressive, but also. Um, I don't know, may, just maybe the technical, you know, programming of it, but it's it's far superior to, to most beat 'em ups, I would say, in that era. Mm-hmm. I no, I I would agree with that. I yeah, in in Double Dragon, from what I've gathered, Double Dragon was supposed to be a a sequel of sorts to the original, the first Kunio Kun game. Um, mm-hmm. which came to North America as Renegade, but I think it's like Niketsu or Hot-Blooded Renegade Kunio-kun. Like, mm-hmm. like it's a description of who Kunio-kun is. <laughs> he is the Hot-Blooded Renegade, and it just came to America as Renegade. And then and then changed all the sprites so it looks like, what, the Warriors or something like that? Yes. Um, anyways, not as great of a game uh, if you've played that one. But I, I believe they tried to make a sequel to that and then they were like, "Yeah, this is this is different enough. We're gonna do Double Dragon." Um, see, I have a soft spot for Double Dragon, or excuse me, I played a lot more Double Dragon than I did any of the Kunio games. Um, and actually, probably Super Dodgeball was the one that I played the most. Um, but uh, it, it's also melded with me because because I watched the movie of Double Dragon a lot as a kid. Oh um, wow! So you're yeah, a Double yeah. Dragon movie fan. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I was. <laughs> that, that's some cinema, some high class cinema right there, buddy. Mm-hmm. It's y- yes, yes, certainly. If nothing else, it is certainly I mean, high class. To be fair, <laughs> Double Dragon Two was also like in a pretty steady rotation 
with mm-hmm. in in the for the McKeever boys. But like, okay. like I do remember like I there was a if you guys have ever played Double Dragon two, there's like towards the end there's that level with the, like the disappearing platforms. And I just mm. remember being like, I hate this. Like, this is just dumb and punishing, like, level design. Like, it, yeah. I probably did not articulate it that well, but I was like, oh, this is the worst. But, yeah, yeah, River City Ransom never suffers from that problem. Like, mm-hmm. it is, like, a little floaty. Like, when you jump, especially when you get uh, the Acro Circus upgrade, and, like, you're just, like, you're jumping halfway across the screen in, like, this, like, oh like, like cannonball arc. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I think that the, I mean, uh, I'm not going to say it's perfect because I do think no. yeah. anytime you're you're jumping with two buttons, it's just a pain. But yeah. the, um, when you're in that, the, the first warehouse i mean like i can't tell you how many times i would like jump and then like bounce off of these blocks and it's like i just need to jump up here and then mm-hmm. when you get into the warehouse where you have the the leap of no return kind of thing mm-hmm. going on uh, when you can't backtrack um you know well you can you just have to get your agility up and get a running jump if you i don't know if you guys had that issue but i i hmm. uh, did not stats bro Maxed out my yeah. stats. <laughs> so, you, see, you're elite. You're not a basic gamer like somebody <laughs> I know. Somebody, um, somebody's son. Son, I know. <clears throat> um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if he played the game, he wouldn't max out his stats. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so basic. So basic. <laughs> oh, so. But yeah, so I mean, I think that the the jumping, I think w- what I'm trying to get at, and I'm sorry, um, is that Double Dragon, I think, relied more on platforming, which I think mm-hmm. is not the strength of either one of these games. But no. but right. River River City, I mean, you can jump up to like, you know, stand on top of a fence to kind of get away from enemies. You can jump up on oh, top yeah. of like trash cans and things like that. So you're able to do that, but it's not a key like okay, you got to make these jumps for the most mm-hmm. part to complete the game, which I think is a problem with Double Dragon. At least I kind of remember that. I I'm, I have a soft, I'm in a, you know, I love an Abobo or whatever, you know. <laughs> yep. I yep. mean, you know, and I did love it in the arcade and I loved it coming home. You know, it, it was good, but I think that going back, you know, this does hold up a little bit better, I think, with that because it has less platforming. Definitely, definitely. And and I do think, yeah, when you do have to platform, it can be slightly frustrating in this game, similar to a double dragon. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you, like coming back and playing this. And actually, I don't remember playing, I, I don't think I had played this at all when I was younger. Um, I did play through the 3DS, one of the 3DS entries a few years ago. I say a few, it's probably been <laughs> six or seven. Um something like that. And and so I have I'm like familiar with the series in general, but I hadn't ever like sat down and played through this game. I might have played it for a little bit at some time, but never enough to like actually play through it. And I was surprised at how well this game has held up. Yeah. Um and then also taking a look at 
the the evolution of the series, you know, what Technos Japan was doing and seeing again how I brought up earlier how unique this game was compared to what it's what it has come from. Um, so th- they were testing the waters in a lot of different areas. It's pretty amazing how they pretty much knocked it out of the park in my estimation, because I agree it is better than double dragon. Um, it's certainly better than renegade. And then the only other one before this was uh, super dodgeball. And so, uh, and, and that one's a, a fantastic game in its own right. Don't get me wrong. Super dodgeball um, is like, well, I also played the mess out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and, but like, yeah, you just think of brawlers and they're, I mean, the, the, what the term in Japan is belt scrollers, right? Yep. Because mm-hmm. you're scrolling from left to right. So to, to put that in an open world context, like that's, that's pretty forward thinking um, mm-hmm. for such an early, for such an early game. And, and they do it so well. Like yeah. you said, it's not, it's, perfect but i'm amazed at how yeah. well it holds up even today um i picked up the, the you know there there is the the switch online version that i could have played but i picked up the dragon the double dragon and kunio kun collection game for switch and this game makes me want to go play through the series um because it's it's really that good so i get why this one is a classic and uh yeah i've really enjoyed my time with it well I did want to bring up like, so yeah, when we first put the the top 100 list together, we had a bunch of people send in their top 10 lists. And so that, that process of like, sort of like carving everything out and whittling away and everything. And I do remember seeing yours and seeing River City Ransom there. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to make this stick. Like this is going on the list and like I'm, I will brook yes. no argument um, yes. because like, frankly, it's like, no, it's like I fully and wholeheartedly approve. Like it's, it's, it's one of those games that just like, like I said, personally, there's a lot of nostalgia there, but it's also like, yeah, it's, it's, I think it really has withstood the test of time. Like surprisingly so like there are some like NES era games that like they kind of age like doo-doo. Um, and there's some that just hold up pretty well. And this is like one of those ones that, yeah, like I'm into like the weird Lego dude sprites. Like I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, oh, these yeah. guys are kind of yeah. cool. Um, it's charming. Yeah. It's got like some charm. It's got heart. It's like, it's got a mm-hmm. definitely sort of an, a, a, a unique aesthetic. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it does for me, uh, the, the, my weebiness is coming out here. It kind of reminds me that the whole Kunio Kun thing reminds me of Yu Yu Hakusho, because if you've ever seen that show, it's it's like a, it's the same kind of traditional uh, Japanese what like middle school right garb that they wear, okay, um, and and the main character is a punk. Nice, and, and he like beats people up, and and he has this rivalry <laughs> with another one of the characters too, and that's Kunio Kun and Ricky. Is, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Let's, I mean, so let's 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 talk about that for a few minutes. So yeah, here in the states, it's Alex and Ryan, and they sort of did mm-hmm. some palette swaps so that right, <laughs> like. I, one of them, you're saving his girlfriend. The other one apparently just likes to like throw down. Like that's his dude. <laughs> and he's like, nah, I'm going to fight these bros. And it's basically, they, they're they exactly the same, except for one has a blue shirt and white pants. And the other has mm-hmm. a white shirt and blue pants. Hmm. 
So, and I can't remember if it's the director of the game. There's somebody tied to this game, and it might even be like the CEO or the 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 head of Technos at the time. But that character, the Cunio character, was based on that that guy who was mm-hmm. a just a brawler in in high school. Like uh, he yes. just beat fools up. So it's like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to make a game about, you know, uh, our our boss who used to, you know, kick people just, around in the street. Just thump dudes yeah. and take their life money. Yeah. But well, do it the, in a cheesy way, you know? Right, right. Yeah, the original Renegade was the one that was like, it was based on on his experience, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a really cool thing to me, and I, I read about Renegade. Um and and this makes sense, but so Technos had uh, developed a wrestling game before this, and like you were talking about, most beat 'em ups, you know, they move from left to right or whatever, and you're on one plane. And there's some games mm-hmm. where they have three planes, but like this game, they took kind of the how they did the wrestling ring, and for Renegade, they made each screen kind of like a wrestling ring, but it's uh. a, a beat 'em up, so you would move like side to side and up and down. So it was the same concept, but they used it on a on a beat 'em up, which I don't know if it had been done at the time or not. But I thought that was interesting. Interesting because I was thinking, oh yeah, I could just see it as a wrestling ring. So you know, each stage or area is like a wrestling ring, and then you're you're able to move up and down. Um, and so I thought that was really really pretty cool um, and a and a neat um, thing that that they're like taking ideas from previous games and implementing them in new ways that, that hadn't been seen in like a, in like a fighter, like a, like a brawler like that. So that was yeah. Really cool. Yeah. The, the vertical yeah. sort of up and down and then sort of even having like the, the bridges and the obstacles and like you could, I, I mean like, I, I love the fact that like you can pick up a dude. If, if you knock a dude down, you can run over, like, you can get a move where you can stomp on him, but you can also just pick him up and then beat his friends to death with him. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate insult when you get, you know, it's like, used as a weapon. To like wreck your homeboys. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, and there's, there's an actual, a fairly surprising, like, like, amount of nuance in here because there are a bunch of different weapons that all have different damage values. Like, mm. you know, like the, the stick has a different damage value than the bat has a different value damage than the rock, than the, the chain, than the lead pipe and the it, tire, the tire, the garbage can, yeah. what, some dude's body. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and from what I had uh, researched is that even like the weapons not only have different damages, but the throwing, so like a rock is better, to, has more damage if you throw it than if you mm-hmm. hit somebody with it and you're holding on to uh. it. So like they even have different damage values on what you do with it. So, mm. I mean, and so you can, I think you can increase your, your weapon stat, but there's also like a throw mm. stat as well. I don't know if that's mm. tied to the weapon throw, but yeah, any, I thought that was pretty interesting too, that they, that level of of um, a detail. I mean, I, it must've been some guy who loved, you know, beat em ups or brawlers and said, I'm playing way too much, you know, dragon quest. And was like, I gotta yeah. <laughs> add something to this, you know, and make a game, but let's get stats yeah. in here. We need more stats. Everything right. needs to have stats. 
Well, yeah, because because you think of something like Double Dragon, where you do it's it's almost as if you gain levels because you get new techniques. You know, the farther that you get in the game, but that is done in a very linear fashion. Whereas in this game, it's tied to equipment and items, more like an RPG, like you were talking yeah. about, which you grind for uh, for lunch money right you, you go you go thump dudes take their lunch money and then you go use that to buy scrolls or magazines or books mm. or burgers or egg rolls or cowboy boots <laughs> yeah yeah i i will say that that cuño um i don't know his etiquette leaves some to be desired. He kind of he eats the plate and yes. uh, along with the meal <laughs> and the cup, you know. So I just love like that. the like he he just, like if he goes into a restaurant, he sits down and he makes his order and he's like he does like the little like weird Muppet thing and then he <laughs> just puts it in his mouth and he's just got this like smile on his face like like I just ate this entire plate. And all the food that was on it. This is delightful. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, I'm telling you what, like, like if I existed in that world and a dude rolled up on me and I watched him do that, I'd be like, no, nah, man. Just like, I just, like, he wouldn't even need to beat me up to get my lunch money. I'd just be like, like, here you go, pal. You win. And somehow he eats the plate and somehow he makes the other people barf. I don't get it. That's just how it happens. It's, I'll, I'll be, like, when I was a kid, that was probably, like, one of my favorite. Like, that was probably, like, one of the things that just, like, I was like, that dude just said barf. And it was like, and then you sort of live to make all the other dudes say barf. Like. Yeah, they can scream out for their for their mother, mama. Um, <laughs> honestly, that was a, a big thing in early games for me when like you tied a name to someone that you were like beating up or whatever. It's like, mm. oh, this is another level of um, just information that like you know, a, a Rocco's, name. Brucey's. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, you, they don't have. Um, life bars but that's something that you know mm-hmm. that was a kind of a new thing that was like wow they have that shows their their life you know life bars and stuff like that also yeah they're they're you know the story is told through the the speech or the you know the words um which typically on a beat-em-up i mean you're not getting that as it's happening i mean you might have a cutscene, it might like scroll or say something and then you just go across the screen and you just beat people up but you're not typically showing shown you know the action and getting the information at the bottom of the screen which as a child probably wasn't helpful to me because i was just like i'm gonna kick somebody else in the face and i don't know what i don't know that i have a uh you know the next boss is in the factory or whatever like i might have you know missed that but um i thought that was another kind of um innovative thing for this game that uh i don't i don't really recall many beat-em-ups having story told as you're playing the game like that but mm-hmm. well and the, there is a certain progression too that the game sort of doesn't necessarily advertise because it is non-linear but in order to get to the final boss you have to clear out all of the like like at least several key sub bosses right yeah yes. and yeah. 
Which requires a bit of backtracking. Yeah. At times. I was going to say, like, I was like, I went the whole way through the high school and I was like, why is this not triggering the next, like, boss fight or whatever? And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, because you have to, like, I had to go back to uh, that spot underneath the bridge. Like, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. right after the first town. And it's like, I didn't even think about going down into that spot. Like, you know, it's like you can go down below the bridge and there was like a fight. And my progress was actually stalled because they were like, there were these two like sub bosses that I had to beat. And I was like, where the heck are these, these, these bone, these boneheads? Yeah. Yeah. And that's another interesting thing that, again, maybe I was new to games that did this. But again, it's a, it's a scroller. It goes right and left. You can move up and down on the screen, but you can also move up in the map. You know, yeah. I'm, I was just used yeah. to going to the right or the left. You know, you see this like gate at the top to go to a park and you're like, you know, you maybe just accidentally move up into that area and you're like, whoa. So, so it's got, um, it's not verticality, but it's got uh, more, I mean, that's, that, that brings in the open worldness of it. It's not... Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's different areas you have to go back to. Um, I wouldn't call it a Metroidvania, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no. uh, would you call no. it? Would you call it a Souls like? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. No. You lose but, certain chunks of cash whenever you die, oh, right? You got to get yeah, good. I was, uh, I was right. saving all the time. Yeah, that was. I mean, and I played on the uh, the one for the Switch, the 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 collection there. I mean, it was uh, okay. it's 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 a Great collection. Um, it has mm-hmm. like eighteen games, um, right. and a lot of them are. Uh, I guess it's the first time they've been localized uh, mm-hmm. for the U.S. So um, yeah, it's it's a great collection. It usually goes on sale. And I think I might have uh, tagged you in it, Josh. Maybe I don't know, or or you 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 bid on it last time, or when you bought it, it was like ten bucks. So it Something was on, like that, yeah. Yeah, it's like forty bucks normally, which is, I thought was a little high, but I mean, there's a lot of work that went into that, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. but ten bucks is, I mean, that's a definite pickup. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, even even if there are some of the games that are not the best in the yeah. collection, yeah. yeah, the fact the fact that they have like this is the first time that yeah a dozen games are localized. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's. That's pretty amazing, um, especially because I do, like Nate has said, I do really appreciate the aesthetic of the yeah. Kunio Kun series in general. I just like it. I just think it's yeah. charming. You know, even if the main character's a punk, like it's not taken very seriously. You know, yeah, the enemies are barfing. It's it's yeah. fun. Um, and and you know, we we hadn't mentioned it up until this point, but the music also. Is fantastic. That's yeah, pretty in good. This game, yeah. Um, so that's another that's another highlight I would say of this entry. Again, I need to, and this game makes me want to play more of the games in the collection. I hadn't, uh, I haven't gone back to it, but I know there's lots of all kinds of craziness that's in there. Oh, there's yeah. one that's like a stage play that goes through like feudal Japan mm-hmm. <laughs> with Kunio yeah. Kun and his friends. Oh, like, is that the? There's like a high fantasy one. Um, as well, is that, wow. that might is that might be the, the same one. Yeah, that's the one on the 3ds. I think that you, I think you remember mentioned picking that one up. I maybe should pick that uh, one up before it goes away because I don't know if they're going to release that one or not. But 
Um, and then it, they well, do have another feudal Japan one coming up this year. It's also so. oh wow experienced a bit of a resurgence like the uh, i don't know if it was last year or two years ago but river city girls came mm-hmm. out and it's actually it's a kunia well alex alex and ryan it's their their girlfriends are actually out to rescue them um, yeah because girl power but yeah <laughs> yeah I will say one thing that, that that game apparently gets right, which this one doesn't, and I will say is, is kind of a negative, is that um, – and you can write it down because it's the, the, the era of writing things down. But when you eat something, uh, the stats or what it does, you know, it says on the bottom of the screen, it gives you plus, you know, MP or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then and then you, you go about your business. If you go and eat, you know, an egg roll again, if you don't know what it does – it doesn't save it. Apparently, River City Girls, it does, which I kind of like that it has that callback where they don't tell you what the different things do until you buy it, but then it actually tells you what it does. So it, it gives like, you like plus you're buy strength yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 So it, it, it kind of is like, okay, I'm going to go back and, and have that burger or I'm going to, I'm going to get the other thing because I know it, it's going to provide a little bit of whatever else I need. So you are usually yeah. never, you could never really go wrong if you would just buy like the expensive or second most expensive thing on the menu. Usually. Usually. Hmm. usually. Yeah. But that would take a lot of grinding because <laughs> uh, there's already a bit of that. Scrub. The game. Yeah. Like, dude, you're going to, you're, you're going to be fighting dudes. Like just take that, take their lunch money. Like take that lunch. Mm, money. All right. Nate, what's your pro tip? What, what do you, what are your, what are you rocking there? What's your, what's your gear? Uh, okay. So you sort of, uh, for me, it was the first couple hours were like, you basically get the, the triple punch, the triple kick and Afro circus triple, the triple weapon, like the rapid fire Mm -hmm. weapon is like, it's okay. But Mm -hmm. frankly, I didn't think it was that big, that important. Um, the other thing I would say is it's sort of, there's a secret shop under the one bridge and there's a couple techniques in there that are worthwhile. But for the most part, it's like, if you have the triple kick, the triple punch and acro circus, which acro circus was like, okay. So it's like a lot of times I would just like, I'd be constantly running into the next screen and then Hmm. you just jump and you can just like, you can, if you do it right, actually, you can jump into a dude. So as you're like leaving the ground, you can jump and hit a dude and then jump. And when you're coming down, you hit another dude and that usually knocks them down. And then you can pick one up and beat him to death. Beat his butt. <laughs> beat, beat him. Use him to beat his other, his buddy to death. Nice. So. Very good. Wow. I don't think I ever and, got and get, that. Uh, get the that combat circus. Get, That's crazy. Get the combat boots. It's like it it turns your mm-hmm. jump into like this like you do this little like flippy ball thing. Hmm. Yeah. See, I didn't get that one either. I think yeah, that one is like crowd control. Like it'll knock them down or something. Is that mm-hmm. right? Like it'll kind of It does yeah. damage too. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I got the triple kick and, mm-hmm. and the triple punch and then um I ended up getting the the Texas boots. Uh, mm-hmm. So then the Texas boots and the triple kick. Then I ended up getting uh, the Grand Slam, which is the you know the triple weapon. But my weapon 
skill was not as good as my kick. So it was like I was, you know, one shot and people with a triple kick, but like still having to hit several several times with the with this with the weapon. So I did do a little bit of grinding and went to the secret shop and got I think it's Excalibur, which gives you like plus forty weapon or yeah. yeah. And so anyways, it Dang. was then I was like, all right. Let's let's go. So let's yeah, it was, go. It was pretty good. Start whipping yeah. dudes. I, like <laughs> like favorite weapon because like for me, it's gonna like I'm I'm all about the chain. I'm all yeah, about the, the whip chain. is cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, Josh, favorite weapon? Did you have a favorite weapon? Oh man, I yeah, I I don't know. I honestly didn't use that many of the weapons, especially after you get the triple attacks. Um, I used a lot of like running across the screen and then using a triple, either a triple punch or a triple kick. Now, so now see if you, and, if you had really leveled up and gotten the acro circus, you run into the dude, you mm-hmm. go into your acrobatic, like roll jump thing into a dude, and then you come down and you do it on his buddy. And then you turn around and you could chuck whatever weapon you have at it. And then you run up to mm-hmm. him and just like kick him to death. Like, man. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's definitely a, a very like it has that um early like yakuza or some kind of game like that where That's it's true. like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna uh do a, the the flip and knock this guy down turn around throw my weapon at this other guy you know all on the nes so it's like yeah. a proto yakuza mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah back on the nes yeah. Yakuza for kids (laughs) (laughs) or grandmas. (laughs) Torture your grandma with River City Ransom. Oh man, absolutely. Torture your grandma with the body of of her. After you've knocked down her friend, snatch that friend up and use that friend's body to beat your grandma to death. Use Betsy's body to (laughs) torture your grandma. Um, yeah, I think there, there's, yeah, there's so much good about this game, which is funny because like you said, Nate, I mean, you can finish this in like five hours, like first playthrough, if you know what you're doing, like five hours, like it's not, it's not a very long game. You can spend a lot more time because one thing I do think is, um, it's a product of its time. It's it's amazing to me how many things this game does really well that even the things that it doesn't do very well, I can easily give it a pass because like, oh, I mean, it it knocks so many other things out of the park. Um, one of those things is like we mentioned with your items, like you don't know what this stuff does. You go into like a mall and there's four different shops. You don't know what to get. <laughs> you don't know what this stuff is going to do. It's kind of just uh, trial and error, which is largely a lot of NES games are like that. Um, so I think that's that's easily forgivable. Um, but I do think between that and having like hidden shops that are sort of like you, you kind of have to use them if you're going to beat the game, I would say like there were some techniques. I'm pretty sure the triple kick was, was in one of those hidden shops. I could be wrong. Well, I mean, I thought that was like in one of the, the bookstores early on. Was it one, one of the, yeah, the, the normal dragon feet. Yeah. Dragon feet. Okay. Is okay. Book. Oh, <clears throat> I will say that's another cool thing, but kind of maybe for kids, like this was something that I was not accustomed to when you buy a book, 
you have it in your inventory and you have to use it. Oh you yeah, just, yeah. You don't just know how to do a dragon kick afterwards, which is something that's like another level of understanding that, you know, I didn't really maybe grasp at the time. So that was kind of neat. Like you're using these items. It's not just, um, you know, you equip it and you're done. So, and if you, yeah. if you, I think too, I, I don't quote me on this one, but if you get rid of that book, like you can't use that technique anymore. Yeah, see, I wasn't going to try it, but I did wonder because, you know, your inventory <laughs> starts filling up. And oh, yeah. You're like, okay, do I know this technique now? Do I want to get rid of this book? Yeah, yeah by, I wasn't sure. By the end of the game, book. I had room for like one or two curatives or restoratives. And then everything else was like my techniques and my 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 combat boots. Hmm. Yeah, because so, again, RPG, you can, you know you can level yourself up and then you can fill your pockets with burgers in case you need mm-hmm. some extra, you know, juice. <laughs> it's just you know? true. That's it's true. like uh, Terry Crews in uh, the remake of the, the longest yard or whatever um, that with Adam Sandler, he's just always sneaking cheeseburgers into the prison. <laughs> like, nobody really exactly. wants to know why he's got a McDonald's cheeseburger um, stuffed down his shorts. <laughs> And frankly, that's not a cheeseburger that I'd be interested in eating. Yeah. But I'm sure for somebody that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus two and agility, I'm sure. And so moral of the story, kids, read your books. Don't mm-hmm. just leave them there. So so that's why we play these then, games. Then hold on to them so that you lessons. don't lose that technique. Yeah. Life lessons. There you go. Uh well if you're if you're planning on beating up the you know, the town uh gangs the rival gangs yeah make sure you read well i don't i mean there's not really much to to talk about as far as story goes it's it's pretty much like mm-hmm. dudes kidnapped your girlfriend you beat them up rescue your girlfriend but uh turkey you said you got a game for us man so what's up yeah so i got a game um and uh hold on one second okay all right so i need you to Close your eyes. Okay, there you go. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> this could be this could That's be scary. dangerous. All right. All right. So, courtesy of uh, good friend, uh, internet guy Dan from Retro Logic, he he let me use this mm. this uh, little tune. Um, we're gonna play some prices. Right. River City Edition. All right. Oh, man. Oh, my. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun, guys. Come on. All right. <laughs> so you can open your eyes now. Okay. Um, I've got my microphone here, um, <laughs> which is uh, really official. It's not a mm-hmm. s- stick with a, uh aluminum foil ball on the end of it. I can, <laughs> I can totally but tell. The be- production value on that top shelf. Mm. It's it's really good. Um, all right, so as we know, in Price is Right, uh, we've got the um, the play in to see who goes first. So, all right, so what I have here is I have a a group of three games uh, complete in box, and so you have to give me the uh, according to price charting um, mm. closest to retail price without going over uh, for these three games. River City Ransom for the NES, complete in box. Double Dragon 3 for the NES, complete in box. 
and Nintendo Ooh. World Cup Soccer or World Cup for the NES. So, um, because Nate is yawning, I'm going to no. go to Josh first. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you told me to close my eyes. That was dangerous, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, all three complete in box. All three complete in box. Okay. 225. All right. Mm. See, he went. I was thinking. Mm. I'm going to go 250. Nate's got it. It is three hundred and sixty dollars and twenty four cents. So, wow. Okay. Yeah, we're looking at River City Ransom complete in box one hundred and eighty dollars and ninety nine cents. Wow. Double Dragon three complete in box one hundred and fifty forty two. That's and, dude. I knew that one was one fifty. I didn't know River City Ransom was really? that high though. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, World Cup is twenty eight eighty three. So more reasonable. <laughs> Um, it's almost like they're saying there. soccer is boring. Oh, boo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that means Nate goes first, and Nate gets to play the Hacks Chicken Shack grocery game. So um, let me get the music back going on. Oh, my uh, goodness. All right, so there we go. It's going. All right, got to get in the groove. All right, so... With this grocery game, I don't know if you're familiar with the grocery game on The Price is Right, but how this game works is we I have several items here from Hacks Chicken Shack, and you can uh, order. You have to order because you have to play the game. Um, several of the items, or however many you want of each item, and you have to hit between $20 and $22. So... So let's say, like, for example, if I was going to say, like, an, an apple, um, then and that's a dollar, and you said, I just want 20 apples, then you would hit, you would hit between there. You would be in between the 20 and, and 22. So um, mm. I'm obviously not going to tell you how much each item is. If you were to have remembered how much the combination plate is, then you might be able to win. But so these are the items. So let's say you order the combination plate once and you say, I want, I don't know, three combination plates. Then obviously you, you're going to know how much that item is and you can't order that again. So I don't know. Does that make sense? Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we have the dark meat plate. We have the white meat plate. We have the combination plate. We have lemonade. We have gravy and biscuits separate. They're each, uh, and also there's the smile. So, oh, the smile's mm, free. I know that. That's point. correct. Smile's free. <laughs> uh, r- run me through my options again. I'm sorry. All right. So there's, have, there's a lot on that menu. Dark. There's meat, a lot on that meat. menu. There's there. Yeah, the dark meat, the white meat, the combination plate. The lemonade, the gravy, and the biscuits, and the smile. So this is how it works, though. So, like, if you say, "I want two of the combination plates," I'm going to give you your total, and then you can keep ordering things and adding to that total. So you don't lose if you don't hit between twenty and twenty-two on the first go round. You just have to keep adding. So essentially, what you're trying to do is is hit without going over. I want the combination mm-hmm. plate with the lemonade. All right. So that's going to be. 
585. Holy smokes. Oh my goodness. Uh, Let's get some dark meat and some biscuits and gravy. All right. Do some quick math. I say quick math. And also you can order like, um, you can order several of the things. So you could say like, I want five biscuits or whatever. So that's also an option just to, all right. As I say, quick math, it's not as quick as I have a calculator out. See like Bob and, uh, what's his face. They all have like the people that do this in the background. So you have to wait. (laughs) You're you're Uh, one man. You're a one Turkey show. That's right. So that was a, Dark meat plate with lemonade and biscuits and gravy, correct? I think so. I can't remember. <laughs> I think I think that was it. All right, you are currently at thirteen thirty-five. Uh, let's get some dark meat and another combination plate. All right, so that plus another dark meat. We're looking at $20 on the nose. Whoa. So, so this is, hmm. That's a lot of chicken. That's, I mean, I like chicken. I had chicken for dinner tonight, but that's, that is a lot of chicken, bud. I'm going to say that you win because like (laughs) at this point you're going to, yeah, I'm going to say you win, even though you're, 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 you win. You win, Nate. That's at least mm-hmm. round one. Round it. one. I you did, did it. it. So, Josh, you get to play. Um, let me crumple my papers. Nice. Nice. So, you get to play the low-high game. So, the low-high game, okay. um, you have – I'm going to read off six grocery items, uh, and you have to just – all you have to do is tell me the three most expensive items. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. So we've got the Merv burger. We've got onion soup, fried rice, a Coke float, a chickwitch, or a side of corn cobber cobbler. <laughs> so mm, which three are the cobbler. most expensive? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say the first one is a Merv burger, right? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna put that one on there. Okay. Um. Um. Let's do the fried rice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, a chick witch. Okay. Well, you hit on one of them. The fried rice uh, is five ninety five. Okay. The onion soup is three fifty. The coke mm. float four seventy five. The chick witch <sighs> is only two ten. And the Merv wow. burger is only two dollars, which I thought. I mean, the price of beef these days—that's a, that's a, that's a winner. That's I would a buy the Merv burger. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're, as as we all know, when you go to Prices Right, you have to do the Showcase Showdown. So, all right. So the Showcase Showdown, because Nate won his game, he gets to choose if he wants to the the first one. I have to hold the microphone because I know you can't hear me if I don't. Um, <laughs> do you want the first prize pack, Nate? Um, or do you want to uh, to defer and have 
Josh have the first prize pack, first showcase showdown? Mm, I guess I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the first one. All right, so prize pack one is a trip to two to the river city of Brisbane, Australia. So this trip includes airfare for two and a five night stay at the W Brisbane, a five star hotel. Whoa. In Brisbane, you get to ride the Croc Express to the Australia Zoo uh, from Brisbane and visit the world-renowned Australian zoo known as the home of the crocodile hunter and is owned by Steve Irwin's widow, Terry Irwin. Um, So you get to do that. And also you get to do a helicopter pub crawl. This is a day and a half pub crawl in a helicopter. Um, Try not to barf on this one (laughs) as you uh, tour the best hand-picked pubs in the region uh, you will travel all around Brisbane, the hinterlands, and the Gold Coast. Uh, this could all be yours if this wasn't a made-up game. Um, so, oh, so that's your man. prize pack. So you have to be thinking about your um, how much you think all that costs. Um, and then, so do you want to? I guess I, you know, I should probably since I'm the host, I should know how this works. But what? Um, what would you like to to say is that price back? $25,000. $25,000. Okay. All right. And prize pack two is for Josh. Josh, hmm. you get a sealed VGA 90-graded copy of River City Ransom. You get a complete inbox NES. Two red Italian leather beanbag chairs. Ooh, ooh, get you some. A Sony, I know, right? A Sony PVM 3230 color CRT. Mm. It's like the dream. Two vintage unopened 80s Coca-Cola bottles, 32 ounces. Um, And again, this could all be yours if this wasn't a made-up game. Mm. All right, so Josh, what do you... Now this is the closest to retail without going over. So hopefully we don't all bust. We'll see. So so the problem is is the VGA grading is just a scam anyway. But I guess that's, <laughs> they're, they're holding they're holding the games for ransom. So it's, I guess it, it doesn't matter sense. either way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because I mean, if if yeah, if if a sealed Mario Brothers is going for a cool million, then uh, it's gotta it's gotta be up there, right? Um, let's. Uh, Let's do fifteen thousand five hundred. Okay. All right. And let me. All right. He's so gotta get his staff showcase, to do the math. Showcase showdown number one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Nate, six thousand dollars. Well, six thousand ninety dollars. So I'm calling shenanigans. Bust. Bust. <laughs> <laughs> it was for two. No, I'm just kidding. Um, With the price I of fuel got, today. I know. I went on like Shop Velocity and was like, okay, how much can I get this? Okay. Anyway, I did actually look up some of these prices. I can tell you. More. Nice. Um, and Josh, $6,770. Ah. So 
I just want to say thank you all for playing this game. I want you to help control the backlog population. Play the games on your backlog. Good night, everyone. All right, that's the end of the game. I like it. I I, I like it. That was fun. Like (laughs) River City Ransom's economy is pretty jacked up. Yeah, it is. It's true. But uh, I thought you were going to ask me how much the cow the the cowboy boots were, and I was like, I was like, I don't know, I don't remember. (laughs) They're ninety nine dollars, by the way. Ah, see, as soon as we started playing, I was like, I don't remember any of the prices in the game. Oh well, I mean, and that's you know part of the. I did forget to put on my tie. Sorry, I had it. Oh, sorry. That's well. That's why I lost. Is because I I was too distracted. Sure. And I, sure. you know, I, I, I yeah. could put it over the headphones, but I just thought I would like put the cord against my neck, and it just would uh. turn out poorly. <laughs> did, did it, <laughs> Anyways, did it, didn't work out quite the way you anticipated. No, it well, didn't. It didn't, gentlemen. I am fading and awesome, fast, um, so I think it is time to sort of like button her up for tonight. So, what do you guys yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, it, I agree. Yeah. Good time, good um, game. Uh, yes, well, good games. Well, yeah, well, thank you. I did. I did want to say that. Yeah, that the Retro Logic is a cool podcast. So we were talking about podcasts mm-hmm. around the bro hang. So um, if you guys like retro gaming, if you guys like that kind of stuff, I would definitely encourage you to check out Retro Logic podcast and uh, the Discord community is really, really cool too. So sweet. I very do. friendly That's people. Awesome. They have free Fridays and they give away stuff like every Friday. Hmm. Oh, well, free free stuff. Yeah. So, I think before we we really start like the the wrap up sort of, there is a question that we need to answer. Does this belong mm. on the top one hundred breakdown list? Mm. And is it is its place as the immortal, the eternal, the ever vigilant number one hundred justified? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, see, okay, there was, and I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into it, but I do know. I mean, and I do really appreciate that it's the ultimate only number one hundred game. But like, you know, and I, I do appreciate the list is more of like, okay, if you're gonna have a beat 'em up, which beat 'em up do you play? If you're gonna mm-hmm. have a version of Tetris, which version of Tetris do you play? I fall into the camp of like you should play the original Tetris. I understand that okay. probably Tetris Effect is probably a more advanced, probably more interesting version of that game mm-hmm. that does some really interesting stuff. Is it a better that's just a hard question to say like okay, is it the better version of that game? I think that this game has a lot of nostalgia. It has a lot of things that it did well back in the day. That no one else was doing, but you know, to the same, you know, on the same coin, it's kind of like, well, I mean, other games are doing this now. Like, is River City Girls a better version of this game? Mm-hmm. Is you know that that kind of stuff? Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know because I haven't played River City Girls. I don't know that it could it could. I don't know that it would have the same charm though. I don't yeah. know if I want to be a, a teenage girl beating up a bunch of a bunch of gangs. That just seems weird to me. I don't know. Feels a little weird. If you're a punk teenage boy, it feels more. It feels like you. Yeah. 
It's more realistic. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh, not at all. <laughs> None of this oh is realistic. Um, it's all make believe, Josh. It's all make believe. Yeah. yeah. But I do, I do see your point, and I yeah. agree. While I do agree with what you're saying, there probably are better uh, beat 'em up games. I do also like the idea of having just a pure nostalgia pick for number one hundred. That's like just inking out, you know, everything else, and saying just go play this game because it's that dang fun. It is. Um, it really is. And that's, I think, that's the the most important sort of category, like category for the breakdown top 100 list it's like this is like a cool game and you should play it throw on your rose tinted nostalgia glasses this is number 100 mm-hmm. get yourself some cowboy yeah. boots and triple kick a dude until he barfs and give you his lunch money exactly what more can you ask for nothing nothing but <laughs> all right boys like i said i i am fading here pretty quickly so um you know, awesome turkey. Awesome. Wanted to say thanks for (laughs) it's been a night. It's been a, it's been a heck of a night. Uh, Um, yeah, but thanks for hopping on, man. Thanks for, yeah, for chatting. Like it was good to catch up and, uh, Mm -hmm. good to have you on here, man. Do you, do you feel satisfied and vindicated? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I had, I had a blast. It was fun. And yeah, I mean, I feel like I've represented game 100 well, and I, I think mm. that uh, I'm, I'm glad that it's going to at least last another year. I don't know until the, you know, but, or forever. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm, as I'm, far I'm, as I'm, I'm concerned, it will be forever. Time immemorial. Yeah. But, but I mean, f- the future's pretty big. So mm-hmm. it'll take quite another, 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 it's it's got to be something really special to to crack yeah. into the top 100 just just by that much. Yeah, it's, a very it, it's sort of title. But well, Josh, um, mm-hmm. what's what's our closing spiel? I mean, we have lots of things <laughs> to say. Like, it's, dude, it's I, that's, true. How, that's how bad I'm. I'm like, I'm like, derp, derp. <laughs> like, this is like super Nate talk pretty mode. Like, mm-hmm. it's like well, they already talked about earlier our our Patreon. Uh, you know, Trash Turkey is one of our patrons. Oh, yeah. He held us for ransom in order to play this game. Mm. Um, and you can do the same over on Patreon. Or if you just have other thoughts, we'd love to discuss it a little bit more. Um, you can hold us for ransom that way. And you don't even have to be in a river city in order to do that. You can contact us on Twitter. Our handle is at BBDownCast. Our email address is thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com. We've got a Discord server. Link for that is in the description. We also have a Facebook group, the hashtag Backlog Book Club. If you want to get a little bit more personal, I generally go by Broccolope on the internet. And Nate goes by... At Nate underscore McKeever. There you sometimes go. There's, and, uh, sometimes there's no uh, at. Sometimes. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes there's no at. You never know. Um, Thir- Trash Turkey, how can how can we reach out to you and hold you for ransom? Just on uh, on Twitter is at Trash Turkey. And I do mm-hmm. want all your tweets to have like that um, serial killer River City ransom. Like you cut out the, the, mm. the text and like glue uh. it together. Like that's what I want. It's a heck of a font mm. choice right there. Heck of a font choice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I don't know that I necessarily have any Discord shout outs, but I do want to just shout out shout out Jeremy here. 
man, you, you a G, you a real homie, dude. It was, Thank you. it was a good time, man. Yeah. So yeah, it's always, it's always a good time. I love how uh, retro minded you are. Um, and also how you bring up games that we don't normally think of. I appreciate that. Good, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Nate's about to pass out. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm just like, I'm like well beyond I'm fighting, the point of no return. I'm fighting, like, I'm just like, oh, consciousness, like sweet oblivion, claim me. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Well, we have done the things we came here to do tonight. We have, I think, firmly ensconced River City Ransom. Again, its position is secure as the, uh, the, the, the always 100, you know, number 100 on the backlog breakdowns, top 100 games of all time list. So with that being yeah. said, Josh, we've done it. What we have, what should they do? Guys, keep biffing down your backlogs and we'll keep barfing <laughs> down the benefits. <laughs> I can't even say. Uh, <laughs> oh, I tried. I tried. Mama. I don't know. Should I try again? <laughs> no. It needs to just stay exactly how it was. <laughs> oh, man. And if you'd like to torture your grandma with lots of swears. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was like, ugh, ooh. <laughs>